Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Blue Kool-Aid drinkers, we are back. It's March 21st. And the NFL, uh, more stuff going on since the last time we talked. Devontae Adams got traded. Russell Wilson got traded. Or did it happen last time we talked? I don't remember. But uh, definitely Devontae Adams getting traded happened recently. Uh, Deshaun Watson going to the Cleveland Browns. So the NFL landscape is ever-changing. It's a constant news cycle here in March, probably more than ever before. Uh, yeah. You know, all, yeah. Matt Ryan got traded to Colts today. Uh, so, oh, there. I didn't There's see a... that one. Oh my god! Oh, you missed that? I oh did. yeah, you wow. went. Wow. Oh, and I. So before we even get introductions here, just just note Matt Ryan will be the will have the highest cap hit in the NFL, and the it's the ghost of Matt Ryan. Forty million dollars against the cap, he will cost the Falcons, and he won't even be playing for them. Wow. <laughs> How about that? That's Anyways, crazy. That's crazy. I'm Big C. Uh, let's get to the rest of Blue Kool Aid crew that is here. Oh, uh, we got UJ. Hey everybody! I'm so excited. And Rudd Dog, yo! Uh, and what we're gonna be doing? We're gonna start our NFL draft uh, breakdown. So we're gonna be doing it by position group every week, leading up to the drafts, kind of highlighting some guys maybe the Lions could target, um, where we should target these positions in the draft as well, um, which we kind of discussed very high level uh, in our first mock draft. But now we're really getting into the details. Uh, but before we get into all that, let's just get into some recent Lions news, shall we? And just yeah, react to some of the it. some of these notes. Uh, mm-hmm. Detroit Lions uh, hosted the ex 49ers defensive lineman Arden Key, uh, 18th mm-hmm. in the pass rush uh, last year for an edge defender uh, per PFF. Uh, so a guy that could be a really interesting piece for the Lions if they could get him. Now he's visiting apparently four other teams. I, I don't I don't know if I have a list of those teams necessarily, but. Uh, I, I'm all for it. You know, uh, more more pass rush. Well, more let me ask you, Big help. Z, if they, if sure. we were to sign uh, Arden Key, do you think that would affect our choice in with our number two pick? Well, depends on who's there, I suppose. Uh, what? It, well, I mean, I mean, you know, we all I think here kind of unanimously want Hutchinson. I think, yeah. But would that yeah. would that alter our pick if we? I don't think he's that good. Can we all I don't think so. Are you no, I don't, I, the answer is no. I don't think so. Okay. If, if, no you, way. if they have a guy there that they really want, um, then they will take him regardless. At number two, you got to take it. And you know yeah. what? You can never have enough pass rushers. Got that right. No way. And the NFL. I also must say, I am, <laughs> and we'll see what happens when we get to the NFL draft. And I know we're not talking about D-Lyman right now, but uh, 
Trayvon Walker just keeps climbing up my board. I will I will say that as a possible <laughs> con, con, contention yeah. to absolutely me just wanting 1, to go all in on Hutchinson. If uh, you know, I like that too because uh, it it was originally considered uh, the two picks were going to be Hutchinson or, or uh, Thibodeau, and now it's really not so much that anymore with the Trayvon Walker situation. Uh, no, everyone's falling in love with this guy, including me, <laughs> including Rudd, uh, including right. Zig. I mean, you guys, oh, yeah. it's yeah, this guy's something else. So I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Of course, this all could be just public perception and like Thibodeau's like the number one guy. <laughs> like, I mean, it, we've seen it pretty far out of whack before, but I, that's I don't true. But it so, doesn't but. doesn't seem that way. To, I don't know. I agree. I don't think so. But it could be for all we know is all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Um, So Arnicky, just a little bit about him uh, really quick. He's 25. So young. Six and a half sacks, 17 quarterback hits, 36 pressures last year, only on 373 snaps. Uh, fully healthy last year. Came out of LSU, third round pick to the Raiders, uh, found himself on the 49ers. So there's some some things like there. Yeah. It could be a good rotational piece. Uh, yeah. In, in My biggest line. thing to note yep, about that, uh, the biggest thing to note, I think, about his uh, stats is that he's, he's a third-year pro. Or no, he's going to be a fourth-year pro. And his, I think he has like a career nine and a half sacks, and six and a half of them came last year. Mm. So I'm just saying he's ascending as well. So he's improving, he's getting better. And, uh, you know, we could be the beneficiaries of that in progress, it looks like. Yeah. And I, there's, you can never have enough depth at the defensive line position, in my opinion. I agree. Oh, so, no. Uh, so that's just a little bit of news there. Again, the Lions were the first team he's visiting. He's visiting like four or five others. Um, he did not leave Detroit, or he left Detroit to go visit another. So uh, uh, he did not. He did not. You know, hmm. they didn't get the Golden Tate treatment like you're oh, like snowed in and getting a contract <laughs> before you leave. Once yeah. you, get <laughs> you know, it's it's kind of funny you mention it's such a crazy, uh, you know, free agent period and. As someone who generally kind of sets my tuning fork to the Lions news, <laughs> like I don't realize it's like this news is crazy. Like you guys keep telling me new things, and I'm just like, oh my goodness! Like because I'm not really paying that much attention to the entire league, but man, it's insane. But the Lions, on the other hand, it's like almost radio silence. Yeah, study of shows. Exactly. <laughs> like. We have a visit. That's the big news. And we actually have breaking news right now, too, as we record this <gasps> podcast. Breaking news. Uh, the Lions have agreed to terms with linebacker Chris Board. Yo! Oh, Super Bowl! Here we come! Let's go! My question to you guys. Are you on board? Oh! oh. All, All aboard the Chris Board <laughs> train. Yeah. Uh, a special team standout for the Ravens. Uh, but I think who and the Ravens tried to sign him. This according to Mike Garoppolo that we're getting this report. And then, um, but he's expected to start, start, expected to compete for a starting spot on defense for the Lions at linebacker. So well, I think that might have been why he chose Lions over the Ravens is that ability yeah. to try to get that starting linebacker job. He probably wouldn't get with uh, the Ravens, who have a pretty loaded linebacker core. I hope we don't get bored watching him. Yeah. Oh. Oh. I'm already. I'm not bored by my puns are way move. better. <laughs> I gotta say, I like on a snap judgment, knowing zero percent about this guy other than what you just told us. I like it. <laughs> it's uh 
It's a a guy the Ravens wanted to retain, so that's usually a pretty good sign. They know their linebackers, and then you know he's young and he's hungry, and he sees his opportunity. You know that's exactly the type of guy that could you know come out of nowhere to become a stud for you. So well, I love that kind of signing. It's the kind of guy these guys have been grooming last year, uh, taking these guys out of nowhere and turning them into really competent players. So I don't know. We'll see what they do. They must see something in the guy. So, gotta give them the benefit sure. of the doubt here. Do we got size on them, Z? Anything more than? I mean, I mean, I'm looking us up live here, so I'll have to look it up. Um, Chris yeah. Board, six foot two, two thirty seven, twenty six years Solid. old. Hmm. Um, played at North Dakota State. So that's what we have on him right now. So kind of a veteran. I mean, not a new guy, undrafted rookie. Uh, so he's worked his way in the league. Uh, for sure. Uh, but another name I wanted to mention as well, a guy that's been around for a few years um, and had a pretty good year last year for the Kansas City Chiefs. The Lions signed today cornerback Mike Hughes for one year, three and a half million dollars. Uh-huh. Mike Hughes, the former first round draft pick in 2018 for the Minnesota Vikings, uh, went to Kansas City last year, had a pretty decent year. Um, six pass deflections, uh, forced four fumbles, so that's nice. A sure tackler. Uh, his coverage skills leave something to be desired, but a guy at least is you know gonna front up and uh make some tackles out there. This uh, and definitely has some play. talent. And this is the kind of guy you hope the uh, the Lions can really you know turn around his career. Uh, so I, I like that signing. Yeah. You know, another depth piece at the cornerback yeah. spot. Yeah, potential starter really too. I mean, he's got that upside and. Getting, yeah. giving a guy like that who has that kind of pedigree to Pleasant and uh, Glenn is really well, like, like you said, he's solid depth and competition in camp. And, uh, you know, hopefully we draft a few superstars and this team's on its way, baby. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Like double down on development. He, he played in all 17 games for Kansas City last year, uh, but only started five of them. So kind of a rotational cornerback uh, piece for them. And I would imagine, well, maybe and maybe he came to Lions because he can compete for that cornerback spot. You know, it's still yeah. still an open competition. I wouldn't say nothing's locked up uh, as far as our cornerbacks go. It'll be a good, it'll be a good, healthy competition for sure. I think a warrior is the closest thing to like a sure thing to be a starter, but even then, I mean, yeah, I, he would definitely be like a number two, probably. It would he, be where you'd want to. You think a warrior is a number one? I know we're getting we're getting away from mm. our position that we're talking about today. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he's a number one cornerback. He he could be a number one role it, like a, in certain positions. No, I don't think he's a number one. I think he's a perfect number two, like starting cornerback who can do a lot of good things. But uh, yeah. he could hold down the number one if you had to. But I don't think it's ideal fit for him. Not yet, anyway. He hasn't shown it. Yeah, Jim. Um, that was kind of all the, the news I had, really, as far as the Lions. Well, there was go. one little sort of tidbit I had to bring it up, but Stafford got Ooh, I love signed. Tidbits. Sta- the tidbit. Stafford got signed for four years, $160 million. Oh, a year. yeah. Oh. You know, I had to, I just and had he's to been all over March Madness for four days. Yeah. His commercials, like, every 30 minutes. Yeah, you know, he, he did commercials when he's in Detroit, but they're all lo- the local variety, and now all of a sudden he wins the Super Bowl. He's all over the television, you know, AT&T commercials, na- nationwide. He made yeah, it. I guess some people are getting upset with that. Well, I'm not I upset with I, it. I, I just thought it was a fine commercial. I thought it was. It was actually a I decent commercial, but uh, I listened to some guy do a rant today about how people are getting upset about it. 
So I just assume some people are getting upset about it. This is what and people are talking about, I guess, like, in late March. We got to get upset about something. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> get upset. Okay, right. what were we talking about today? I forgot. Well, now what we're going to be getting into is the okay. NFL, dra- NFL draft. Ooh, and we're going to be breaking down Ooh. some prospects. Uh, we're going to start with Love probably uh, the position groups. So we're doing offensive line, running back, and tight ends Ooh. this week. We're kind of combining Ooh. them into one episode here. Um, but leading up to the draft, we're going to get closer and closer to like the the uh, bigger needs that the Lions need on the team or what we deem to be the bigger needs. Like wide receiver will be closer to draft quarterback. We might throw uh, closer to draft, although recent moves might suggest uh, otherwise what the Lions will be doing. <laughs> so uh, we'll be covering those in different weeks, but today it's offensive line, running backs, and mm. tight ends. And when we'll target those positions and who we might target. Ooh. So yeah. let's start with the offensive line group. Okay. Um, just to uh, get into it here, uh, you know, the, the, the Lions aren't going to take an offensive lineman at number two, right? We don't think. No. I mean, that, that would unlikely. be wild. <laughs> but if they did. Hmm. I mean, <laughs> what the line just said, F it, we're just going to have the best damn offensive line this league has ever seen <laughs> to hell with the rest of the position. Uh, we're just going to be the most dominant at one, at least. That'd be awesome. For they, there. There's they something just, like, enticing about that Form a that big idea. wall, and the running back would just like walk behind him all the way to the end zone, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, the problem is, like, so we have Sewell, we have Decker at their tackle positions. So, yeah. Evan Neal, Charles Cross, Ikem Ikwanu, um, these guys... Probably wouldn't even be targets because we're kind of set there, and they would have to be a rotational piece or be willing to play guard. Uh, right, and I, right. I don't think right. they would even want to go to Detroit <laughs> under those conditions. But it is so, a good class I mean, for uh, offensive tackles uh, this year in the early rounds. I mean. It is pretty deep, especially <laughs> yeah. in the first round. Yep, a lot of good talent. Uh, especially after can you imagine drafting a guard at two? <laughs> it would be crazy. yeah. I don't think that's ever happened before. I don't think it will either. I think Detroit uh, Nation would freaking flip out it would be crazy so be a, do we think uh, at the end of the first round crazy. the 32nd pick we target a offensive lineman i no. think no <laughs> <laughs> definitely no yeah i mean this isn't a boring position I, I i'll say that but this year for lions fans it's like probably the least <laughs> i know now, bob the quinn was doing concerned. the draft if bob quinn was doing a draft it might be a possibility he just loved drafting offensive linemen yeah. which which thankfully yeah I some respect extent. that at least yeah uh, no i did that's one thing that's the one thing i liked about the game yeah, for sure yeah. so uh, not in the first round so when class. when would we target when when do you think is a reasonable time to, to target um an offensive lineman here for the lions i say Probably we fourth or fifth yeah round. i'm saying maybe fifth or sixth round uh it's 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 a low position of need this year and uh but but i do think they but if we do need it where is it i i I think right guard. guard. Yeah. I think that's a. Well, we, we do have Logan one. Stenberg, you know. And, no, uh, we don't. What? He's gone. What? Again, Uh-oh. dude, what happened? We talked don't about this. DJ cry, Big Z. We talked about this. He's gone. Uh, you guys got to keep me you're informed. You're making big UJ cry, Big Z. That was my big prediction. <laughs> so much for that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's gone, right? I'm not imagining things. We need a right guard then. 
Damn. Watch him come Our back. Our producer's going to look it up while we do this, but uh, I'm I'm pretty sure he's. I, I, I thought he was gone. Maybe still on the run. I, I didn't see it. Can I cut. just mention I something about this uh, draft class, though, of gar or of O lineman? Go ahead. Uh, like all the other position groups, it seems just insane speed in this group. Just unreal. They have like twelve linemen under five seconds. Oh yeah, with a dude with the fastest running at four eight eight, like. Are these even O linemen anymore? Are they tight ends? Like, what is going on? Yeah, <laughs> what are they putting in the well, food in these schools? No kidding. But Z, how about you? I mean, where if you do see us drafting, uh, where do you where do you see it? I mean, I would say a guy that I really like, um, and somewhat possible is Zion Johnson, uh, and the Lions taking him early in the second round. That that's just a possibility. That's not what I predict will happen, but. Mm. Ooh. Um, I could see the Lions going as high as early second if they want to get like a a good guard. And uh, and uh, yes, thank you, producer. Uh, so I was incorrect. And UJ Stenberg is still on the roster. Oh, I just think a lot of people think he will be cut. Maybe no. that, maybe that's. Are you kidding? Oh, he's going to go. apologies, listeners. He's going to blow we, people we away. The episode's over. He's going to blow people away. He's going to start. Um, but Zion Johnson. Uh, this guy's a road grader. Well, played left tackle at Boston College, but projected to be a guard in the NFL six three. Three one two, uh, three. So Chicago area code, but also three hundred twelve pounds. Okay. Um, so you mm-hmm. remember how big he is. But uh, this guy's, you know, this guy's a great run blocker, at least in college. Uh, Boston College over two hundred yards a game. Yeah. Um, and I, I like his story too. Uh, only got one offer, and it was out of Davidson in North Carolina, which isn't even a. It's a D one non scholarship school. So, I, but. So maybe actually it wasn't Scott. That's just where he started. Cause I, cause I got recruited there and like, but, but there's mm-hmm. no, uh, you don't play for a championship there at that school. And, uh, I forgot like Valparaiso is another one in that conference. Uh, Villanova, another one, basically they just play the same teams every year and whoever wins your conference, that's it. But he, he played so well there that he got an offer then from Boston college. Um, huh. and played three years there. And, and this guy tested really yeah. well at the combine too. Uh, Zion Johnson, a name to look out for. Kenyon Green also is a high-ranked, one of the high-ranked guards. So I don't know if he goes away to the Elijah Vera Tucker, where he's like 15th or 16th. But if he's available early second, that's another guy that the Lions could possibly target. Early Ooh, second, he had the six, highest four, two, six three twenty three, and probably the most athletic guard uh, to test at the combine. Z, your guy Zion also had the highest bench press at the combine, thirty two reps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he had a really good combine, uh, especially for a guy that didn't have any offers coming out of high school. Uh, so, I like the concept of adding a potentially elite guard. I mean, because you're considering them very potentially elite if you're drafting him in the second round. I yeah. I think of like Larry Warford, like we got him in the third round, and he turned out to be really yeah. good for us. But like, like you can start getting good old linemen later. But like, if you're going in the second round. You may have a high opinion of him, uh, but I love that. Like just finishing the line with another like piece that'll be there for the next five years. And uh, I and I like that he is a like a solid run blocker. Uh, well, I'm gonna throw one. Fits what the lines are trying to do. I'm gonna throw uh, one more name out there for you. That later round pick, uh, Justin Schaefer out of Georgia, just came mm-hmm. up a national championship. Uh, great run blocker. He played uh, left guard, but. Uh, could possibly make the switch over. Six three, three hundred and twenty-six pounds. Monster. 
So I don't know. The late round, late round guy. I could see that. Just came off a national Thank championship. God. Where do you? Where? Uh, what? What round? Uh, like fifth, sixth? Or yeah, I'm talking about. I'm looking, guy. but I'm not even looking till about the fifth round at least till till we draft a lineman this year. I think our other needs are too great this year. So yeah, I'm looking like fifth round. Um, just what I've read about him is that the concern with him is um his footwork a little bit. So hopefully that's something that could be uh um worked at um at the NFL level. But definitely a guy uh that has he's super strong, uh ridiculously strong. Um, but just his technique uh is something that something to be desired is just what I've read on him. Uh, so I'll shoot that pick yeah. down. No, I'm just telling you. I mean, <laughs> these guys, these guys are monsters, and they have great testing. But there's a reason they fall to later. No, round, I, I agree. Right? You're right. So, You're right. There, there's um, they're all going to have a weakness. The late round pick is going to have some kind of weakness. It doesn't matter right. anyway because uh, Stenberg's going to be starting right guard, right? You, 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 yeah, right. That's right. I mean, Rod Dog, do you have some offensive line names to throw out there for us that, that the Lions are targeting? <laughs> we should target. Um, Zach Tom. His name is My name is Zach, yeah. He's got two first names, so I like Zach that about Tom. him. Where's he uh, out of? I, Boston College. Ran a four nine four. Uh didn't bench press though. But uh pretty highly rated. NFL dot com has him as a six ten. So that puts him it's, as it's, a he's six uh, ten in height? Yeah, he's a monster. What? No, uh, that's the <laughs> that's their rating system. So what's uh, a rate? I mean, what, what's a good six ten? A good you. story. I'll tell you tell what the listeners. I'm about to give me a second. It's he's a good backup with potential to develop into a starter. Well, I'll say that again in the mic. I'll say it once more into the mic. A good backup with potential to develop into a starter. Gotcha. So like a fourth rounder. Okay. Um so the 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 guards are an interesting spot. I mean sometimes you just gotta look at like offensive tackles too. Like they label these guys guards, but a lot of these NFL guys just like to convert, especially in the late rounds, like some of these tackles uh into guards as well. So I mean it, it it it's tough uh, grading these guys out. It it's, it really is. But like Luke Gedeke out of Central Michigan, there's just some names uh, that have you know stuck out to me. Another guy I thought was interesting. Uh, I just want to throw out his name. Uh, he di- he didn't have a great senior bowl, but his name's Cole Strange. Uh, three hundred seven pounds, six foot five, uh, five point oh three forty. Um, he's out of Chattanooga. Chattanooga. He's defensive player of the year in high school, um, but only a two-star <laughs> recruit. Um, but also led the way uh, with Chattanooga averaged two hundred five and a half rushing yards per game uh, at Chattanooga, and he was awarded you know first team All American. So this is FCS uh, level, mm. but or D one. I gotta, but uh, nonetheless, a guy, a guy just to look out for as a name uh, for the Lions to possibly. Go after six and five, three and seven pound Cole Strange. I got another guy to bring up just for a freakish thing he did. Uh, 
It's this guy, uh, Sean Ryan, out of UCLA, a guard. 6'5", 321 pounds. Oh, yeah. Had a 33-and-a-half-inch vertical. <laughs> That's explosive, man. Oh, yeah. I, I I wanted to bring him up, but I was like, uh, I, I just wanted to give a name. I don't think he'll be there uh, for Lions because I, I don't think they'll be targeting an offensive tackle like that. Uh, and I, I think it'll be gone be, before uh, the third round even. They have him as a guard on NFL.com. Interesting. So, I mean, I've seen him both. I've seen him ranked both ways. I guess it depends on. I'm just saying that's a massive human who can jump really high. So he's pretty strong. <laughs> so basically, yeah. we're not we're not really looking no, at the Lions doing the... much in the way of offensive line in this draft, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely I mean, not like past years. That's for no, sure. There's no. no guy like Sewell that we might be targeting and end up getting. Um, we're in like a maintenance phase where like you might throw a couple late picks, I think, at yeah. it, uh, just to keep the blood pool fresh. And of course, there's always that undrafted, uh, you know, pool that we tend to find guys out of it. Because isn't uh true? Yeah. Um, what's his name? Our our backup center wasn't he an undrafted? Oh, Brown, free agent Brown, Evan Brown. Yeah, yeah Evan Brown. Yeah, he, that, mm-hmm. there's great examples of guys like that throughout the NFL. So. Oh yeah, you know if, if our coaching six. staff can, uh, or, you know, if they can keep doing what they're doing with the draft, they're liable to find someone good there too. So, plus yeah. we got some high end talent. There's, there's no rush to too. pick one in the draft this year. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so let's go now to the running back position group. Uh, so probably some more notable names here uh, from college football, but another name that we think the Lions might target, but we think there's bigger needs out there. Um, so running back, running back, running back. So the, the top tier is probably um, Kenneth Walker and Brees Hall. And then uh, Isaiah Spiller, some people I, I've seen thrown in there. But Kenneth Walker, 5'9", 211. Brees Hall, 5'11", 217. Brees Hall out of Iowa State. Kenneth Walker, yeah. I'm sure as a lot of our listeners know, out of Michigan State. Uh, these yeah. Both these running backs put up great combines. Kenneth Walker, four point. 3840 yard dash. Yeah. Brees Hall. That's crazy. 4.39. That's so fast. Uh, yep. Just all around ridiculous workouts. Even, uh, I, I mean, Isaiah Spiller, 449. Uh, so there's just a lot of athletic ability with these three running backs. But will the, I think all these three guys will be gone by, you know, after Lions early second round pick. So, do yeah. the Lions target one of these guys with that last pick in the first round or that early second round pick? Only if, like, one of those top two guys, like Walker or uh, Brees Hall, fall to him. I don't. I think I, that's like, very possible. If they're sitting there at, you know, well, if they're sitting there at 32 or especially 34, you got to at least take a, a look at them. But, I mean, obviously, you're going to compare them to, uh, you know, our other needs. But... Well, it's actually, you know, a good question that, that, you know, I was thinking about my need, what I think the Lions' needs are, and I don't think that's their major need. However, if a guy like uh, one of those two guys falls there, I mean, you got to think hard about it. Yeah, I mean, why not make our saying. running back room just elite, you know? I mean, we're, right. we're not quite elite right now. You know? Swift had some injuries. Yeah, and, and Swift has not stayed healthy for a whole season yet. And uh, he's pretty I mean, much an unproven commodity. We're not elite. We're, we're definitely better than we have been in the past. But, uh, uh, you know, 
one, a couple of these guys could really make us elite. Now they could put us on another level. So do we think you know, Hall or Walker uh, would make us elite? I like, I like Hall. I like his size, his speed. Yeah, I mean, if, if I had yeah, a choice, I'd, I'd probably say him. Yeah, I, I, if I had to pick one, but it's tough. There, I mean, either one could really, you know, help this team a lot. So yeah, you'd have to seriously consider one of those guys for sure. I don't know. I just know that uh, I feel like Kenny Walker's got more of like the natural, supernatural, just runner, just elusive guy. Kind of reminds me a little bit of uh, someone who ran a similar speed uh, and now is one of the better backs in the league for the Colts. Um, Jonathan Taylor? Jonathan yes. Taylor, yeah. Just in that, like, he just had that, like, I don't know, that instinct, that na- natural just running ability. I-, I-, I honestly haven't watched a whole lot of Hall, but I just think Kenny Walker, from what I've seen of him, is a super gifted, you know, talented, instinctive runner. If I'm not mistaken, and he's the exact same that- size Barry Sanders was, maybe within two pounds, 5'9", He kind of has that thicker base like Barry, too. 5'9", 210. I think Barry... So the, <laughs> the knock on both these running backs, though, is they are not great in pass protection. Uh, so yeah, I think if they, if they are that bad in video... Especially Brees Hall. I think Brees Hall's actually been rated worse in pass protection than Walker. But um, <laughs> yeah, if these guys can't pass protect uh, and have shown that you know toughness on film to do the pass protection. Uh, I think the Lions might just end up passing and end up targeting someone in the later rounds that they do see on tape that's willing to do the pass protection because yeah. well. these these NFL coaches love nothing more than a running back that can pass protect, <laughs> especially in today's NFL. It's more valuable and. Never that's, I mean, that's a big reason why Grant got to player. Make a cut like weeks before he did because he was such a good pass protector. Yeah, you're right. Um, right about but that. You, you still think you think pass protector still still overrides, you know, like a, a game breaking, you know, game changing superstar play, player. <laughs> yeah. I just don't think either of these guys are, are that. They might not be. But I agree. I think, I think they they're gonna at least have to issues that if they show a willingness they're gonna have to at least demonstrate that verbally like i'm sure they get that kind of question at like and i if any of these guys have half a brain they're not sitting there like not willing to do the job and then you coach the rest as long as they're willing they'll they'll coach they these guys show so much talent if they're just willing these guys these coaches will make it happen with them yeah um Brees hall i think probably the better of two i i do think he reads a hole better than uh kenneth walker kenneth walker kind of tries to do his own thing sometimes and not as patient to let the hole develop which i think is a skill that's hard to teach absolutely uh, it's, sure it's pretty hard <laughs> i don't know if it is a skill or just a talent you know if it's uh um some other running backs teach. that we could uh target though kyron williams out of notre dame i, sure. I liked him at he, notre dame fall. he was fun to watch he blew his forty times, so he'll fall always. Yeah, four yeah. six five, uh, five he, nine, two hundred pounds. But a lot of people liked him. Yeah, uh, I I think he's Dame. better than that. He's faster. He's definitely than faster that. than that. Well, who's uh? I, I'm trying to. I'm drawing a blank right now on the wide receiver that he ran a bad forty time, but he also like oh took, uh, Antonio Brown. No, 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 no. Uh, this is this year. Um, oh, this year. I'm trying to remember. It was a wide receiver. He he, but he like ran like almost outside of the 40 yard zone and then ran back. Like he had a bad 40. The Arkansas oh. boy. 
Uh, was it Traylon Burks? Yeah, Traylon. Burks Traylon it was. He's, he had a slow 40 Oh, no this wonder year. he ran a 4.55 if he was weaving. No, he had a slow 40 this year. He had a slow 40 this year. No, yeah. no. It was Kyle Hamilton. Thank you. That's who it was. Oh, People Hamilton said he ran a slow 40, but if you watch his straight on angle of him running to 40, uh, he oh. probably could shave almost a tenth to two tenths of a second <laughs> off just based on not running anywhere close oh, to a straight line. Oh, <laughs> that's interesting. I mean, that's what people, a lot of people don't get about the 40 is it it can give you an idea of upside, but it doesn't necessarily, you know, tell you how big, like, because there's a lot of, like, practice and technique in, involved so you, in it. Right. You it, can't run straight. Easy to be. You can't run straight. He runs. He takes pretty good angles to the ball. That's Just all. Just go watch really Kyle Hamilton forty and try to watch the video. You'll see what I'm talking okay. about. Okay. <laughs> right. Um, but Kyron Williams, uh, Jerome Ford, uh, out of Cincinnati, two hundred nine, five eleven. Yeah. He ran a four four six forty. A lot of speed here. James Cook, Devin yeah. Cook's brother, out of Georgia. 190. Like the pedigree. To, uh, 511. Yeah. That's an uh, interesting history. just from that aspect. Yeah. A 442. Nice speed. Play against there, his brother bro. in uh, yeah, mm-hmm. post year. That'd be cool. Uh, another name I really like, I think the Lions might end up liking too um, in the later rounds, is Tyler Algier out of BYU. <laughs> 511, 220. I like uh, that. If you watch this guy play, uh, it was kind of fun to watch him. He, I mean, he people just bounce off him at BYU. Uh, really thick, really powerful lower body. Uh, he doesn't stop his legs. Uh, I think a, a guy that can be really oh, well yeah. utilized in, uh, yeah. you know, third and one, fourth and one situation at the very least. And I he and competes he directly has, with Jamal Williams, doesn't he? Though, hmm. I, he'd compete like directly with Jamal Williams. Yeah, that's that, that's the other thing, yeah. and I I think that would maybe stop the Lions from no possibly drafting him. But I, I think mean, they I might be looking for that speedy back. You're rather, probably so. I was gonna say you're probably right actually because they don't feel like they need to address Jamal's spot. Like they're not gonna directly like honestly any of these running backs they're gonna only grab them if they just see a guy who falls farther than they expect and they just can't pass on him. I think like. I, I don't th- I don't see us making a big grab or move for running back in this draft. I just don't. But I mean, obviously we'll know. But I like this guy Algier. Ran a four six at two hundred and twenty four pounds. Oof. Yeah, I actually saw a couple of his games last year, and he is pretty tough. <laughs> yeah, kind of kind of shades of AJ Dillon, but still AJ Dillon, like uh, you know the Green Bay the second string yeah. yeah. back. Uh, From Boston, still a bigger boy than this guy, but uh, um. Shade. That's why I say shades of. Uh, just a sure. Um, that weight adds. Yeah, that packs something, man. That wears the defense. But BYU down. relied on him a lot to do something out of the backfield, and he, he yeah. would at least always fall forward. Uh, if you if you watch him uh, in college, so. I want to buy one of these speedsters at the top, like uh, at some point. We Pierre Strong. Ran a four three seven or. Uh, Mm-hmm. The Jacker out of South Dakota State. Yeah. That. Speedster, or Isaiah Pacheco out of Rutgers. Just some some speedsters you could take a flyer on in like the third or fourth round that might turn into game breakers. You never know. You don't take a Absolutely. flyer on a third or fourth rounder, man. Take a flyer well, when they on show that kind of upside, round. they do. But anyway. So I'd, sure you can. If I had to say uh, the running backs here, I, I don't like grabbing either of them in the late first early second no i'm with you i'm with you uh, per- personally I'm, I may, but maybe they see something on tape or have bigger plans than we realize but uh i just think between receiver 
talent and a defensive talent, there's just not going to be right. Uh, yeah, uh, any there's going to be too many better alternatives than these guys for what we need. For sure. Um. So let's go to the last position group that we're covering here today. Yeah. That is tight end. Oh, and that was the other uh, piece of news. So I apologize. Um. That I wanted to mention, the Lions signed ex Saint tight end Garrett Griffin. Yeah, uh, Dan Campbell coached him for three seasons in New Orleans. This guy's been around for five years. Uh, had four catches last year for uh, like twenty three, twenty four yards. Um, well, we're set at tight end, so we are talking about a peer blocking tight end right here, or a guy that just maybe uh, chucks his uh, blocking assignment down and gets a few yards when the play breaks down or something like that. But uh. We're talking yeah. about a pure blocking tight end right here that the Lions signed. Well, um, but that until is, Hawk picks it up. And the reason I bring it up now is because that's just um, we have Brock Wright. Um, yeah. Obviously, TJ Hawkinson. And now this guy. So the the tight end room is pretty big. You still need to bring in some competition. Yeah. I, I don't, I personally don't think the Lions will draft a tight end. They, they'll get some undrafted ones to compete. Mm. But as far as drafting one, I don't think they will. Well, but we will still well, bring up some names here the Lions could target. Big Z, I, uh, I think you may be wrong on this. I think uh, if he's there, I'm never late, wrong. late round pick, never. I can see us picking Jake Ferguson out of Wisconsin if he falls. I like this. What kid. round? Because I, I, I'm i talking I about maybe the sixth round around there. If he falls Five, the sixth six. round, I'd be very happy with that. Yeah. But if he's available, you know, sometimes these guys drop for whatever reason. And, uh, and you know, maybe even fifth round. But uh, I, I like this kid a lot. You know, he he's not ranked with the other, you know, as high as some of the other guys. But uh, I think this kid could be a solid pro. Because, you know, we watch a lot of Big Ten football here. And I, I've seen him play a lot. And he's he's pretty tough. I like the kid. So yeah, he's like their main passing. Yeah, uh, he is. He's a, at least in Wisconsin's offense. He didn't uh, burn it up at the by. combine. He was kind of slow, but uh, you know, it's one day. You know, his his film is good. So that's a guy I would I would wouldn't mind seeing us take in the draft. I would love it, but I highly doubt he gets the sixth round. I, I would almost well even a fifth round. Say you say fifth round, would you? I don't know. I don't know. Just throwing that one out there. That's the name that uh, intrigues me in this draft. I like him a lot too. If he, if he, if we got him in the fifth round, I would not be mad. I, I do like him a lot. Um, I just don't think even fifth round might be a, a surprise uh, to get him there. One but, guy. Oh, yeah. sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yep. Um, one guy I like the look of is Jelani Woods, tight end out of Virginia. Just a, a big dude, six seven, two fifty nine, but also ran a four six, uh, four six one. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you remember, we drafted Ebron in the first round, and he he was three inches shorter and like twelve pounds lighter, and ran a four six. So I mean, just to put it in perspective, how kind of yeah, just I mean, do you know his backstory at all? Uh, not a whole lot. So uh, he him. he was um a twentieth ranked dual threat quarterback coming out of high school, <laughs> uh, and twenty fifth ranked pocket passer. Uh, so he went to Oklahoma That's State cool. to compete for quarterback, and the classic uh, quarterback um didn't work out. So then he trans uh, changed to tight end. I like that seems to happen a lot more these days. Uh, I love it. But um, like you've seen Logan Thomas probably do it the most successfully, but um. 
Yeah, kind of up and down in Oklahoma, then transferred to uh, UVA, where he finally got his first like first year really starting uh, at t- tight end position and put up some really good numbers. So I-, I think he still has a lot of inexperience of the position, so a lot of room to grow. We should draft him and Troy Anderson and then just any other player that's played quarterback yeah. in their current <laughs> That'll solve the Lions. You know, they don't need David Blau. They, they we'll have it. like 30 backup quarterbacks. Right. <laughs> we got Tom Kennedy. There you go. Yeah. Um, the, the top names at tight end position, just if you're curious, Trey McBride out of Colorado State, Jalen Winder- Windermere out of Texas A&M, Jeremy Ruckert out of Ohio State. Uh, those are some of the bigger names yeah. uh, that will probably go early in this draft that the Lions probably will not be targeting. But just wanted to at least mention them in case, uh, yeah. you know, just in case you're wondering who's at the top of the tight end group this year. But the, the Lions, I hope to God, are not targeting, especially anywhere <laughs> in the first draft. If we'll so, that right. uh, we'll, um, we're going to have an emergency pod. I think the pod, I think the podcast will be done. I just, I don't think we can go forward anymore. Yeah, I think no. our heads would <laughs> we'll collectively <be> explode. <laughs> I, if we, I think we would stop drinking the Kool Aid. I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe would, not. Probably not. That's a little only weird. because our heads exploded. Yeah, yeah. That would be exactly. very hard. To we wouldn't be able to physically with. drink anymore. Yeah, you can't <laughs> drink anymore once your heads explode. <laughs> All it. right, so. As always, that's a good place to stop the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about exploding heads. So um, that's just our first, you know, combine preview. I, we'll get into a lot more prospects when we just break it down by one position group uh, going forward. But uh, man, uh, there is All a the lot. Phones ahead. I'm trying to, uh, I can't remember off the top of my head what position group we had next, but don't worry. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll I'll look it up here. Actually, you know, I, I can't leave people on the edge. I I had it up. And we put know, the more interesting ones closed. down the road, though. Yes, that's that's what I was saying at the top of the podcast that we'll be doing that. Um, so let me just pull it up here. So we have D lineman next week. Ooh, so yeah. I, I think we decided to do O lineman, running back, tight end, and then we'll just do. Um, so we have D lineman, the defensive backs, then linebacker, then wide receivers, and then quarterback, and then our final mock draft. Oh, yeah. So if you want to stay with us on our schedule. Uh, so we'll go D Lyman next week. That'll be a fun one. Uh, yeah, that'll be an interesting ooh, be We'll have a lot of fun. But O Lyman running excited. backs, tight ends, kind of getting those out of the way. Kind of the less, uh, kind of where we don't think the Lions might target as much in this draft as some of these other position groups that we just mentioned. Right. So, oh, and I don't have kickers or punters on here. So sorry. Oh, no. Sorry, UJ will always find one. Oh, yeah, we'll find one. Or long snappers. Uh, especially fifth round <laughs> long snappers, oh Jimmy God. Landis. <laughs> uh, we will not be talking about those prospects. That's a memorable pick. I think Patricia talked Quinn into that <laughs> one. Can someone just? I don't. Uh, even after all this time, there's been no explanation. No, no explanation. You, you know why? Because Patricia was just such a dick that he even had to put a uh, mullback on notice. <laughs> Like, you know, he, he, not only did he drive away Slay, he was trying to to drive Mulbach to quit. Too. Yeah, well, then who's a bigger dick, Campbell? Because he Campbell actually did release him on his birthday. Yeah, no, he did it yeah. with dignity on his birthday. <laughs> and Campbell said, even in his comments, he says, "I'm an asshole." He says, "I'm yeah. a total asshole." <laughs> but you know, it's just it's life. You know, like, it was funny. That's just like... you know to Jimmy Landis, like man, yeah. 
to get drafted in the fifth round as a long snapper and not make the roster is I mean, I know he had injuries in history, so at least he made a little signing bonus trade or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, a little <laughs> bit. That's pretty funny. But all right, that's gonna wrap it up. Yeah. Um Spotify, Apple, every good podcast, please download, please subscribe, please leave a review. You can leave a review on Spotify now too. So do that or Apple. Ooh. We're looking at them. Uh, always appreciate any sort of feedback. Greatly appreciated. You can also email us if you want to drink in the blue Kool-Aid at gmail.com. Uh, so please go on there. There's no hyphens or anything. It's just drinking the blue Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid with a K at gmail.com. <laughs> love to hear any questions you have. I would love to answer them. Or you can like set us an audio clip. We'll play it on here uh, too. So do all, reach out that way. Um, SidelineReport.com. Always appreciate them hosting the podcast. Greatly appreciate that. And yeah. to our producer, Kid J. Kid all the hard J. On the podcast. Um, so a lot of fun stuff ahead with the NFL draft. Oh, yeah. uh, it's a, a month and a week away. So it mm-hmm. it, it sneaks up fast. Oh, I'm months. so excited. Up fast. And then we'll announce what we're doing after that. <laughs> but right now, it's draft coverage. <laughs> yeah. We do have plans, so don't worry. We have yeah. plans. Uh, but thank you everybody for listening we greatly appreciate it uh be back next week when we're talking about d lyman other than that last but not least as always go go, go. A charging team that will not yield And when the blue and silver wave Stand and cheer the brave Rock, rock, rock Go hard, win the game With honor you will keep your fame Down the field and gain A Lions victory Go! Go. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.